Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director, and this is The Daily DC. Thanks so much for listening. Today on the podcast, Mueller report fallout. It was everywhere today, starting last night, actually, with the reports that Bob Mueller was apparently none too pleased with the way in which Attorney General William Barr was characterizing his 400-plus page report looking at both the Russian interference in the election and Russia's potential coordination with the Trump campaign and the president's obstruction of justice trying to impede that investigation. So he looked at both that collusion and obstruction piece. He and his team wrote more than 400 pages. As you recall, William Barr initially summarized it in four pages or said he reported out the principled conclusions, the bottom line that Mueller was not charging the president with anything related to collusion and couldn't come to a conclusion about charges, about obstruction. Therefore, Attorney General William Barr, who was the man in charge of the Justice Department and therefore the Mueller investigation at that point, came to the decision with Rod Rosenstein, the deputy attorney general, who had been overseeing the Mueller probe all throughout, not to charge on obstruction of justice. However, the public presentation of that letter from Barr raised concerns among Mueller and his team because we now are learning of a letter, we have it, that he sent to William Barr saying that he thought that it was being misrepresented in the public because of the way that the four-page summary characterized the findings that context and nuance was missing from the what was in the public domain now. And he was urging William Barr, both in a letter and in a phone call, to release the summaries that Mueller and his team had put together for each of the two big sections. Barr declined to do that, said he wanted to do it all at once. I think at the end of the hearing that Barr just concluded on Capitol Hill before the Senate Judiciary Committee, he called the letter snitty and said he thinks that Mueller's staffers probably put that together. Clearly, this 30-year friendship between Barr and Mueller is in a very tense moment, it seems. There's little doubt about that. But it was William Barr on the hot seat before the Senate Judiciary Committee today. And as you know, I tend to focus mostly on the 2020 race here on this podcast. So that's where I'm going to sort of focus my attention because there were three senators on the Democratic side, Klobuchar, Cory Booker, and Kamala Harris, who are running for president and got to question Barr today by the nature of them sitting on that committee. And I want you to take a little listen to Kamala Harris and her questioning of Attorney General Barr. In case you don't know about Kamala Harris's background, it probably won't surprise you when you hear her to learn that she was a professional prosecutor for many years in California before becoming a United States senator. So here is a little bit of the Q&A between Harris and Barr over the review, if there was a review, of the underlying evidence supporting the Mueller report. Here it is. Um, In your March 24th summary, you wrote that, quote, after reviewing the special counsel's final report... I will say that no one... Sir, I'm I'm asking a question. In your March 24th summary, you wrote that, quote, after reviewing the special counsel's final report, Deputy Attorney General Rosenstein and I have concluded that the evidence is not sufficient to establish that the president committed an obstruction of justice offense. 
Now, the special counsel's investigation produced a great deal of evidence. Um, I'm led to believe it included witnesses' notes and emails, witnesses' congressional testimony, witnesses' interviews, um, which were summarized in the FBI 302 forms, former FBI Director Comey's memos, and the president's public statements. My question is, in reaching your conclusion, did you personally review all of the underlying evidence? Uh, no, we took an accepted Mr. Rosenstein. No, we accepted the statements in the report as the factual record. We did not go underneath it to see whether or not they were accurate. We accepted it as accurate and made our. So you our, accepted the report as the evidence. Yes. You did not question or look at the underlying evidence that supports the conclusions in the report. No. Did uh, Mr. Rosenstein review the evidence that underlines and supports the conclusions in the report, to your knowledge? Not to my knowledge. We accepted the statements in the report did and the characterization in your, of the evidence is true. Did anyone in your executive office review the evidence supporting the report? No. No. Yet you represented to the American public that the evidence was not, quote, sufficient to support an obstruction of justice the offense. The evidence presented in the report. This is, not a, this is not a mysterious process. In the Department of Justice, we have pros memos and declination memos every day coming up. And we don't go and look at the underlying evidence. We Sir, take, would you we support the characterization of the evidence as true? As the Attorney General of the United States, you run the United States Department of Justice. If in any U.S. Attorney's Office around the country, the head of that office, when being asked to make a critical decision, about, in this case, the person who holds the highest office in the land, mm -hmm. and whether or not that person committed a crime, would you accept them recommending a charging decision to you if they had not reviewed the evidence? Well, that's a question for Bob Mueller. He's the U.S. attorney. He's the one who presents the report. But it was you who made the charging decision, sir. What, what, you made the decision not to charge the president. No, in a pros memo and in a declination memo, you said it was your baby. What did you mean by that? It was my, it was my baby to, to let to decide whether or not to disclose it to the public. And whose decision and we, was and, it? Who's, and, who had the power to make the decision about whether or not the evidence was sufficient to make a determination of whether there had been an obstruction of justice? Prosecution memos go up to the supervisor. In this case, it was the, you know, the attorney general and the deputy attorney general who, who decide on the final decision. And that is based on the memo as presented by the U.S. Attorney's Office. I think you've I've made seen, it clear that of, you've not looked I've at the evidence. We can move on. I I've think it, you've made it clear, sir, that you've not looked at the evidence, and we can bed. move on. Clearly, Kamala Harris was not satisfied with any of Barr's answers because as soon as her questioning was done, uh, she called on Barr to resign. And that seems to be where Democrats are today. Julian Castro called to impeach Attorney General Barr. Many Democrats have come out today, Elizabeth Warren and others, urging Barr to resign. Now, I just want to remind you all, all these Democratic senators, they didn't vote for Barr's confirmation. That didn't stop him from being attorney general, and neither will their calls for his resignation stop 
him from being attorney general either, but clearly they want to get on the record and try to ratchet up the pressure. Lindsey Graham, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, Republican from South Carolina, did his best to continue to embrace Barr and try to protect him from what at one point he called slander. Maisie Hirono of Hawaii, who just did a takedown, wasn't really asking questions, just did a complete takedown of Barr. Uh, Lindsey Graham called that slander several times. So he did his best to come to Barr's defense. But really, the bulk of the Republican side of the committee, it wasn't about trying to defend Barr as much as it was about turning away from the investigation into Russia interference, what the Mueller report is about, and turning much more to how that investigation got started to begin with, they think on very faulty grounds, discrediting the Steele dossier. We heard that from several of the Republican senators, which, as you know, was part of the foundation of the investigation, the counterintelligence investigation that had been exploring and looking into and investigating the Russian interference and whether or not the Trump campaign colluded. So there was a lot of discrediting of that, of Hillary Clinton paying for that opposition research and how that was handled, FISA warrants. These are the things that Donald Trump is talking about when he says it's time to investigate the investigation. By the way, public opinion, it seems like is willing and not only willing, but supportive of uh, the notion of investigating uh, the origin of the investigation. That's according to a brand new CNN poll conducted by SSRS. This is the next chunk of our poll that we talked about yesterday in the podcast. But today's version, or part of it, looks at the fallout from Mueller. And it finds that the country's pretty divided on, on William Barr. This is before the Mueller letter, before his testimony today. I'm not sure that he did his favorability any favors. But but it's about an even split. 44% approve of the way that he handled the Mueller report, and I think 43% did not. So there is just um, a split opinion on Barr. And, of course, partisanship drives much of that. There are several other things in this poll, and we're going to get to the president's approval rating in a moment that I think are worth looking at. Go to cnnpolitics.com and check it out. But majorities want Congress to investigate whether Trump committed obstruction of justice. 58% say so. 61% say Congress should pursue legal action to obtain the full unredacted version of the Mueller report. And 54% say the president is not doing enough to cooperate with Democratic investigations. That all plays to the Democrats' favor, no doubt. But I would note this, and many Democrats would be wise to note this. In this same poll, 44% say Democrats are doing too much on the investigative score. That's up from 38% in March largely to a move among independents. We also see a decline in those who think that the president should be impeached. Overall now, 37% say that Trump should be impeached and removed from office. 59% say they do not feel that way. Again, this is part of why Nancy Pelosi has been really trying to move her party off of impeachment. She's keenly aware of these numbers. That's an improvement on that score for the president. I will also note that Mueller's approval rating has skyrocketed among Republicans. Now, again, this is before the letter last night, before the fact that he's now saying it wasn't properly characterized. But there was a 30-point increase in his approval rating among Republicans. Only 20% of Republicans approved of Mueller's job in March, and now 50% approve of Mueller's job. 
30 points. Now, we'll see if this news or if when Mueller testifies, if that changes. But obviously, Republicans got the message from the president, no collusion, no obstruction, and therefore very pleased with Mueller's results. But what I was saying before about investigating the investigation, 69% of Americans in this poll think Congress ought to investigate the origins of the Justice Department's inquiry. 76% of Democrats, 69% of independents, 62% of Republicans. The president's job approval rating in this poll, 43%. It hasn't been that high since the end of his first 100 days in office in April 2017 in CNN polling. The president is at a high watermark in CNN polling in his approval rating. Now, It's not a huge jump from last month. We had him at 42. It's basically the same. And he's still upside down, which is not where you want to be. And by no means, if you could dream up an approval rating and you worked in the White House, you wouldn't dream up 43% approval heading into your reelection campaign. But it's the best score he's had in our polling since his first 100 days. So that notion of the cloud lifting clearly, I think, is having some impact. So, too, I have little doubt is the economy having some impact? We'll have more on the economic numbers tomorrow. But clearly, the notion that fewer Americans want to see him impeached, they're happy to have the origin of the investigation investigated. They also want Congress to continue to investigate obstruction of justice. That won't make the president happy. But for the most part in here, you see partisanship driving much of this. You see independents kind of wanting to be done with this, and you do see a warning for Democrats on overreaching with investigating too much, though obviously the public also thinks that Donald Trump is stonewalling Democrats in Congress. A bit of a mixed bag, but I would say you look at these numbers and the White House has to be pretty happy with them on where the fallout of the Mueller report sort of lands after people had time to absorb it. Of course, We asked if people read the Mueller report. Only 24 percent of Americans in this poll even read a portion of it. Uh, Most three quarters did not read any of it whatsoever. So this is not something that's being widely consumed. But obviously it has been dominant in news coverage. William Barr had a rough day on Capitol Hill today. The Democrats were able to land some blows. Do I think it will move the needle anywhere? I don't. And that's what these numbers suggest to me is that this notion that a continued dominant discussion about the Russia investigation and investigating the president on these matters is not necessarily where the country is at in terms of priority. Yes, Congress should do its job, investigate where it has to, conduct its oversight. But you're looking at a public that's divided by partisanship. This probably does very little to actually sway anyone. This probably does more to just reinforce people's positions, which is what I think you saw exactly on the Judiciary Committee today. If you came in and you were a Democrat and opposed to the president, you were cheering on those Democrats and everything they said to try to take Barr down a peg. If you were a a Trump-supporting Republican and you came in and you said, you know what, Mueller looked into this, he spent a ton of money on it, Barr did his job that Mueller wouldn't do and he handed it off and the attorney general has the purview and responsibility as the person in charge to then make a decision on obstruction of justice and he did so, 
Nothing the Democrats said probably dissuaded you from that thinking. And everything the Republicans said probably got you riled up and excited that perhaps, you know, a look at how all this got started and if it got started in a faulty way, that somehow this investigation overall wasn't legitimate, you probably found some solace in what the Republicans were saying. So I'm not sure today's event was a blockbuster event the way you think of some events back in Watergate or when the history gets written in this entire Russia investigation scandal, I'm not sure today will be some day where American opinion shifts. But this is where American opinion is right now. CNNPolitics.com. Check out Jenna Justice full write-up, and we will have more poll numbers for you tomorrow right here on The Daily DC. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in again tomorrow.